So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm here so I won't get fined. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. That's the great thing about sports. You play to win. And I don't care if you don't have any wins. You go play to win. The second half, we sucked. We couldn't stop the run. Every time they got the ball, they went down and got points. We got our ass totally kicked in the second half. That's what it boiled down to. It was a horse performance in the second half. Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. Been erroneous reports. People questioning my loyalty to him. That is absurd. Next question. Next question. Next question. Next question. Next question. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. You were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. What's happening, guys? Happy Wednesday. And welcome to the Dynasty War Zone B. People's Dynasty Podcast. On today's show, we're going to cover all the veteran news leading up to the rookie combine. And uh, this guy who's with me tonight, he's not a rookie. You know this guy as the man of the hour and the man with the power, Mr. Jerry Sinclair. How you been, buddy? Good, man. Uh, I may not be a rookie, but I sure as hell play this game like one. But it's good to be back and talking with you. What the hell is going on with you? You, you know, man, uh, first of all, I want to apologize to you and the listeners. So we were going to do a mock draft last Sunday night. And uh, old age got me. You know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm no spring chicken. And I had to paint the, the, the basement ceiling, the studio of which I sit right now. And uh, that repetitive motion of putting three coats, even with, you know, those extenders, those mm-hmm. things that like, it looks like a broom handle, but you put it on the end of your, your roller. Even using one of those, man, uh, I was fried when that was done. So, but it's you good to have it done. The brush? You're not a purist? Dude, dude, I, I use a roller. If I had owned a sprayer, if I, I mean, I would like, you know, dip like a penguin in the paint, like let it get full of water and like squeeze whatever gets it done. But it's done. The studio is put back together. Um, we're not live on YouTube this week. We had two shows going at once. Our buddies of the Dynasty War Games, uh, they have preference. But I, I got, I'm, I'm going to move James Gandolfini. So for those of you that have watched on YouTube, you know that over my shoulder sets my autographed James Gandolfini Sopranos. Oh, that's poster. autographed? Yeah. You can't really see it. Like Next time you watch on YouTube, this is the reason why you subscribe. If you look at his forearm, it's got a, a signature right across his uh, right across his forearm. So um, good stuff there. Oh, um, I can see. Okay. Yeah, you can kind of see like the scribble. I mean, mm-hmm. so, but we're gonna move James. We're gonna move James over into like the movie half of the basement studio. And uh, oh, I'm Bo, gonna, it, Bo's taking his spot, right? Bo, Bo, Bo is, you know, um, everything's bare. This, this is horse shit. If Bo's not on there, this is horrible. Well, well, dude, but, but, well, first of all, I got my Bo shoes. This is this is great for a, for an audio only. But right here, my <laughs> Bo shoes are back, so I got those. You'll be able to see those uh, on the podcast. Um, I would love to get a Raiders helmet. Speaking of autographs, I'd love to get a an autographed Bo Jackson football helmet. But I mean, I could. But but hey, if you're listening to the show, send me a DM. Or DM the show at Dynasty Warzone or at DWZ Memphis. What poster should I put in place of James Gandolfini? I was looking for Steve Smith. I love Steve Smith. I was looking at some uh, some other classic posters. So what I'm going to do with Bo, 
Jerry, by the way. So you see the curtains, the black backdrop behind me, the, the nice blue lights. I'm thinking about pushing the curtains aside and putting Bo like right in the middle. Okay. No, like, I can as if he is our Lord and Savior. Obviously. You know, it's, like, it's like we're not talking rookies on tonight's show, but it's like when people get crazy, you know, talking about, you know, B. John Robinson being the greatest draft prospect ever. First of yeah. all, he's not even the greatest prospect since Saquon Barkley. He's in that Barkley class, but until I see that dude at the combine, which we're going to break down next week on this very show, because the combine, this is combine week, by the way. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, he's not even Adrian Peterson. There's so many good, so many good running backs. And it's just like, sometimes we can't see the forest for the trees or we just choose not to not now, Jerry, you're a history major. So you love history. I do. So, so, yeah, but you know, th there you go. Um, I did think of you last week. Did you listen to the show with Jordan? Uh, I listened to a lot of it. Yeah, I got a forty-five-minute so drive, so I got a chunk of it. So, so we'll we'll circle this to Dynasty because this is going to be mostly, you know, some news and some Dynasty theory and stuff. But uh, you're in the history of of fantasy football. You're a bit of a productive struggle guy. Well, I want the problem is is I don't think anybody's good at it. So I do, I do tend to punt the first year. What Jordan, did, what Jordan did you is think not. That, Jordan is a win at all costs for the most part. Well, what did not you think about Jordan's concept that it's hard to do productive struggle in a super flex? Because uh, I mean, that made a ton. No, no offense. I, I hate to no, out no, no, you no, in no. front of the it's in no, front of the mine, listeners. Mine was not it, like something that I believe. It was something that I was experimenting with. And from my experience, I think he's right. Which is why I said, oh, I guess I guess I didn't say it on the body of the show. But if you were a Patreon and you heard us talking before, um, how a lot of teams will have very young players, and when they want to rebuild, and that's sort of the only strategy that they want to implement, it doesn't work out. It's a, it's a, you got a whole lot of sizzle. Like right now, you look at your team. I have this in in my. It's themed for the boys. The the show on. Um, whatever the hell show that is. It's Superman with Homelander. Uh, my team is super sizzly. Like if you look at it, it's just like Travis Etienne and Brees Hall and Trevor Lawrence. And like, it's just Kyle Pitts. Like it's just young guys, young, 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 young. But I didn't win and I'm probably not going to win. So that's, a, that's, a, I just, I put myself in that situation to have a young team so that I would have a nice little window. The problem is, is if I don't have the Derrick Henrys and the Devontae Adams to mix in, when I play against those guys, they pummel me into the dirt. So it's I, Jordan's, Jordan's sort of theory has sort of confirmed what I have done with a couple of those rebuilds. Blowing it up can get you the quickest turnaround but it can, it's also still tough to overcome because the other teams that have continued contending still have shitloads of pieces and they can keep it up. So you're, you can turn a, a franchise around, you can turn your dynasty roster around, but you still are not getting over the threshold, which is what you need to do. So I'm with him. I, I have, I have pivoted my friend. And also this is another thing. Now I'm just talking the, you said this, a ton of times over the last couple of months 
is that more and more people are starting to implement a strategy where they don't try and win immediately, where they want to struggle immediately. And like I ran into this situation with Diddy in our money league that we play in because we both did it. We both started off with the struggle and he did better than me. So now I'm sitting there just holding my dick in my hand and the wind is pushing the pee back onto my feet. And he was in the championship this year. So it worked for him. It did not work for me. So the, the strategy can backfire immensely. And even only having two people doing that is sort of a rarity. It seems like every single league has four people that are playing for picks and playing for, you know, Kyle Pitts and, you know, all these high upside sizzle guys and not enough state guys like Derrick Henry and Delvin Cook and, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah, we, we do love us some some productive struggling. I thought that was great. Like I said, I don't want to to out you in, in, in your strategy, but no, no, no. I, 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 I think that he's right. I mean, if when not if, but when we do some new dynasty startup leagues in our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone, if you want to jump in there with Jerry or I and try to implement this strategy against us. But I, I like the Twin Tower quarterback talk. Uh, I think that makes a lot of sense. If you're able to stack any one of the, or any two, I should say, of the top eight, whether that's Burrow, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Burrow, Lawrence, you know, Hertz, Burr, you know, any any combination of that top eight guys. And, you know, I'm not going to be afraid to even, you know, snag at some of those fringe guys like Dak, you know, just do I really need like in the third round? I, I think running back is going to become the forgotten position in a very short amount of time. I, I don't think you're crazy. I mean, is there anyone exciting I mean, really right now, the argument for the 101 in a dynasty startup at the running back position would have to be some combination of Brees Hall, who I think would be number one with a bullet if he wasn't coming off of an ACL. You would have Kenneth Walker, your guy, and then Jonathan Taylor. It's as if Jonathan Taylor never had the year he had or even had the rookie, the, the, the rookie stretch. And I'm going to be real interested to see. Now that that could be a problem. Now you and I talked about Anthony Richardson before we hit the hit the report the record button on the Patreon podcast. But you know maybe they they draft a, a QB who might steal some rushing work. But I mean outside of those guys, there's not a lot of excitement. I I, I get more now. The the more I look into the running back position, I look into running back free agency. I look into the running back position as a whole, and I start thinking, man, no wonder people are so high on Bijan. I don't think he deserves to be the 101, but now I'm getting why he's in the top three. I mean, if someone wanted to put Bijan ahead of Brees Hall, I, I'm not going to dog cuss him over it. I'm not going to say that's a dumb that's a dumb call. Uh, I, I think that you're going to start. I think you're going to see a lot of good running backs just sitting just sitting and there's going to be this mad dash to get quarterbacks and wide receivers this year. I don't think you're crazy. And and it's weird because it is a big pivot from sort of what history has told us fantasy football and even dynasty is. I think everything's cyclical. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, if, if, if you think about it, like I said, 2014, 15, 16, wide receivers were the top picks. Yeah. It, it, it took, it, I mean, and those, that's for those of us, again, I, I mentioned earlier, I'm old. Um, yeah. That's for those of us that have been playing this game for a long time. And then there was the swing, the class of 2017 of the RBs, which to me is the greatest running back class of all time. In, and, my, in my playing, that's true. And, and I, I, I would be hard-pressed to have anyone come in and tell me a more impactful group, especially from the fantasy aspect, which is what we do, uh, of that class. So pretty pretty wild thereafter. For, for those of you that haven't played for as long, that was the Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, Joe Mixon, Del- Alvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, James Connor, like Austin Eckler, Marlon Austin, Mack, yeah, like that Aaron Jones. I mean, the, the the Kareem Hunt the too. Kareem Hunt as a rookie that year yeah. melted faces. It was just destroying people. So just go to Wikipedia, look at the 2017 draft. You can filter it by position group. It's literally probably fit oh james connor was in there yeah probably 15 guys that have had at least one rb1 season in their career and you know what's funny we, we we've probably left someone out i don't know if we said leonard fournette but yeah. there was just a ton of talent and and then all of a sudden from 2017 2018 2019 you got you know barkley i think chubb was in that class as well if i remember correctly and we, but then the last couple of years, you know, 21, 22, it's not been great, Jerry. It's not been great. You, you've, you've, you know, there was a time last year, this time last year, when people were talking about Elijah Mitchell being yeah. uh, worth the 110 and a top 10. And, and that's the same conversation people are having now about Damian Pierce. Sure. Ain't no, uh-huh. ain't no way I'd give you the rookie one ten for Damian Pierce. Ain't no uh-huh. way. You know the the GM's the same. The head coach is not. And will he be involved? Yes. Am I gonna gonna invest heavily in him to find out how involved I am? Not Jerry. Correct. Yeah. All right, man. Well, you know, you know, Jerry. Uh, for old times' sake, we do have a a good person with a uh, with a bad tweet jerry okay but, but this is actually a good person with a good tweet so uh as always the crip mac on hood it is good people interesting tweets jerry well this one comes from one of our own this comes from the host with well, the co-host with our boy lou this comes from the co-host of the daily destroyer found in season here on the dynasty Warzone podcast channel our very own tyler at ff tyler o and Tyler tweeted out the other day. He said, I honestly love this portion of the fantasy football offseason on Twitter. Everyone is so damn positive. Sharing rare highlights and touting their favorite rookies that is likely just going to sit on your taxi squad. Really thinking their team is going to sign the biggest name free agents. Doing NFL draft mocks, getting their favorite players. And finally, he said, truly believing their team will trade down during the NFL draft. And that, that just it just drips of sarcasm. I laughed and I said, you know, fanalist, because that's what, you know, 90% of people are. They're very true journalists. Most of us are fans. 
And a lot of people let their fan stick out more than others. And uh, so it's fanless season. But, uh, Jerry, when, when I read that tweet, what, what did you think? Because I know you and Tyler are buddies from way back. Yeah, went to high school together. Uh, bro ain't wrong. And listen, so he's a Lions fan too. So Lions have talked about trading down in every single draft since 1944, and they never actually do it. But, no, it's that's what happens, man. It's something. The offseason you know, is such a weird such a weird time for dynasty players. I, I don't mind it. I'm going to be real honest. I don't mind the, the, the positivity. Right. Because the whole season, it's just a grind, man. You are just a Usually green. it's heartbreak. You could say it. It's, it's, I don't see it as heartbreak. To me, it's just hard. It's just hard. It's like you're just trying to – oh, Jerry was so upset. He hit that he hit his dry erase board with a back elbow. That's how that, that that's how offended he was with his tweet. I I actually enjoy now. I, I I used to be a little bit more like, man, these people just don't get it, and they don't get that they don't get it. But you know what? Have fun. I I I don't have a lot of time to like do like speculative pieces. Like, what if Lamar Jackson? gets traded to Atlanta Falcons, how would that impact? I mean, I, I guess if you like reading fiction. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not in the business of that. I, I just, and people enjoy it, man. Yeah. I'll tell you, every team, every team has got a Photoshop, a Photoshop expert on standby the minute there's a rumor, a rumor that, that a player has interest or, you know, whatever. And, and, and it's fun. It's it's fun, but Jerry, from a dynasty standpoint, I like to call this kind of season moving on air. And you're you're moving on. There's nothing that you're moving on. It's just air. It's just there's an opportunity there, but can we capitalize on it? It's why I've been acquiring so much Derek Carr. It's why I've been acquiring so much Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones and Derek Carr, I have a special buy for you at the end of the show. But with Mac Jones, I know that that Mac Jones got a got an offensive coordinator upgrade. I think, I hope they're they're gonna get some weapons upgrades. I'm hoping they bring back they 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 did release Janu. So Jerry, do you ever do that? I don't think you and I have talked about this. I may have talked about this on the show before, but do you ever move on something from a speculative nature because you feel pretty comfortable it's going to happen so you don't mind making that move um if i do it's never in an acquisition uh like i'm not trying to acquire by that kind of stuff by hype that's never going to be me i'm never going to be that guy i am always the guy that tries to sell hype every single time which is why I'm, I'm going to eventually at some point – that's why I'm hoping the Giants keep Daniel Jones because then people will continue to hate him, and then I, I will go in that route. But I don't know. Not not really. I, 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 te- I tend to not trust the ups and downs of dynasty values just because I did at one point. I remember it was – God – it must have been probably my second or third year playing the game. And the one offseason, Allen Robinson was like, a lot of people were talking about him as dynasty wide receiver two overall. And 
I consumed all of that full force and went out and acquired him and I spent too much. And obviously that absolutely backfired and was horrible. And so from that moment on, it was like, you know what? These people are fan analysts and I'm not going to just buy nonsense. Essentially. I, this game is about seeing the data that you are given by the reputable sources and consuming it in the best way that you can so that you can win. That's why we say a lot of times that we're not scouts, right? Do what the money tells you, do what the draft tells you, do what the team tells you that they're doing, because those are the actual reputable sources. And then our the best we can do is try to assemble a strategy that is long-term a little bit better than everybody else's. Because what we're never, ever, ever going to fucking do is get everything right. We talked yeah, about the running I, back class from 20, whatever year that was, 2017. 2017. I drafted Corey Davis. Oof. All those running backs we talked about, I took Corey Davis 102. You swung and a miss. Now, oh, I and the bat hit me in the back of the head. I passed out. The pitcher came over, peed on my corpse. It was not a good time. That's not – you don't recover from that for a while. Yeah, you know, some of the moves that, like, I like I know I've been buying a ton of Garrett Wilson, and I have no problem paying market has for, been, has it been expensive? for Garrett Wilson. Nah, not bad. Like you know, top 12 Yeah, prices. yeah. You're, you're paying okay. wide receiver 12, 10, 12, 8. Okay. And, and I have no problem with that. He had a good season last year, and I know he's getting a QB upgrade. You know, best case scenario is Aaron Rodgers. Derek Carr. I think the worst case scenario is Jimmy Garoppolo. And, and Jimmy Garoppolo's fine. He's a professional quarterback. Right. You know, you mean to tell me that I should be more worried about Garrett Wilson with Jimmy Garoppolo than I am with with Kyle Trask and, and Chris Godwin or Mike Evans? Yeah. It, it, that's I don't know that I believe that Kyle Trask is going to be there, but what do you do with Chris Godwin? Hold. Hold. That's, you what, know, they, that's, well, that's what, what I'm saying, but like but what are we really thinking he's going to be able to do? Like, it, it, if you're going to hold him, you have to hold through the Kyle Trask atrocity that it's going to be. Because they're they're trying to make it an atrocity. They're trying to lose so that they can potentially get Caleb Williams or something. So is it just like I don't think they're on the clock. You know, I, I think Arizona's on the clock next year. I, I, you're not wrong either. Right. I think I think that team's but bad. They, they don't they don't have a wide receiver that's real. Like I like Hollywood Brown, but I I feel like most people don't. So you're not. He's not as polarizing a figure as Chris Godwin is. Yeah, I mean it's it's going to be a wild off season, and that's kind of the topic of the show. Um, so the Alvin Kamara video came out. Did you see the Kamara video? I did not. Okay, it's it's pretty rough. I mean, all right. Well, now I'm going to watch it. I mean, but here's the thing. It came up on our patron group chat. They're like, what are you doing with Alvin Kamara? I'm like, buying? You could have heard a pin drop. You could have heard a mouse fart on cotton. Like, why wouldn't I? I don't understand, Terry. Let me let me ask you a couple, two, three questions, okay? I don't have the, the soundboard hooked up again. Let me ask you a couple, two, three questions, all right? Yeah. Did the Dynasty and Fantasy Space get the Tyreek Hill situation right? No. Did we get the Deshaun Watson situation right? No. 
did we get the Kareem Hunt situation right? No. So, so we had alleged, alleged child abuse. We had a woman kicked on camera and pushed on camera and like 30, 40, 50 alleged inappropriate contacts with a, a masseuse. And you know how many games those guys got between the three of them, Jerry? 21. 21. Watson got 11. Hunt got 10. Tariq Hill, zero. So like I said the other day, he is being charged with a felony. I get that. Any lawyer worth assault is going to be able to get this pleaded down to a misdemeanor. He's going to get 10 games. And if I'm a contender and I can get Alvin Kamara, now when I get Alvin Kamara will be now or on the rookie on the rookie draft day. You know, the Saints are going to draft a well, running that'll back. Be the, that'll be the cheapest day for sure. 100%. If I could move like 302, anything in, in, in the third round, happy to do it. Absolutely happy to do it. You know how many third rounders I've missed on in my life? <laughs> a lot. You know how many more I'm going to miss on in my life? A lot. I'll actually give you a 23 and 24's third round pick. Fuck it. Yeah. Just oh, take it. I mean, it, it, Joe Mixon's not as bad. It came out in the athletic that, you know, he's a cut candidate. He's not even going to be 27. Yeah. You know, you mean to tell me that a guy who's that good is not going to find work? I just don't think so. It's like we lose our minds. It's like th th this is the complete opposite of acting on air. You have just a little bit of video. I saw someone tweet out the other day. I don't remember who it was. They showed the Alvin Kamara, you know, video, of, and they said, well, his career's over. I was like, what? Was Kareem Hunt kicked? I mean, and, and, please, and please don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying any of this shit's okay. I'm just here to win Dynasty Fantasy football games. But what has the precedent showed us? It has shown us that you can do horrible shit, horrible Shit that you should not be able to do and still get work in the NFL if you can ball. That's how it works. Does it suck so from a society standpoint? You bet your ass it does. Does it make you cheaper in dynasty fantasy football? You also bet your ass it does. So, which is that's why I get that's why I'm not afraid to get in there with those guys. Jerry? I mean, you ain't wrong. I mean, I, I was just looking at a championship roster that I had this year. Because I was pretty sure I had Joe Mixon and Deshaun Watson on it. And I had Joe Mixon and Deshaun Watson on it. I was right. I mean, but cheap as hell, right? Like, because you can just, the acquisition cost is so depressed because of news like this. You know, just like you said, shit human beings, by all means. I'm never going to make that argument. To me, there are little things on Sleeper. They are just little little letters they're, on sleeper, they're, and they equal numbers. That's all they are. They're 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 chess pieces. Correct. You know, Alvin Kamara. You ever play Monopoly? He's the car in Monopoly. You know, maybe Kareem I mean, that's, Hunt's the, that's the best piece. So let's, may, let's not I like the statue. This the statue. You're you're a wheelbarrow guy. Don't lie. you know? You know, Kareem. Maybe Kareem Hunt's a wheelbarrow guy. That's <laughs> true. My, my, my point is, is that yes. if, if you want to win, 
if you just want to play to play, awesome. Yep. You know, I'm not going to mention him because he used to do content, kind of does content. I'm in a league with him, so I'm not going to mention any names. He will not. He will not own a player on a dynasty roster if they have some kind of situation like this. So the minute, the absolute minute something like this happens, that is the first league and the first GM that I look at. Because I know there's going to be a value there. That's knowing your league mate. That's knowing what's going down around you. Jerry, what were your thoughts when, when, you, when you heard about the Kareem Hunt video? But it's been a year. And I'm going to assume that the NFL investigators have had this thing for an entire year. And if it was so yeah. bad, wouldn't he have gotten suspended last year? Yeah. And I just I just watched the TMZ video. I mean, it's bad. It, it looks like drunk idiots being drunk idiots coming from someone that works in a bar. I see it three times a night every single weekend. Jerry said, I call that Tuesday. Yeah. Like, um, Jerry's like, sir, why are you so wrecked at 8 p.m. on a Tuesday? <laughs> I mean, honestly, that does happen, but that's a separate societal issue. Um, but, yeah, I mean, listen, Albert Kamara sucked this year. No doubt about it. But he got a shitload of work, and he's going to score a lot more touchdowns than he did last year. So even if he's suspended, I will eat that loss. And a third is – Irrelevant. They, he's they a, are, he's a contender piece. Irrelevant. And if I can get him and he can be my flex or he can be my replacement flex, that's better than most third round picks are going to get you. That's, I mean, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go buy him. That goes for all, all of these old running backs. Like Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry's a fucking animal. Why every person that doesn't want to win a championship doesn't go acquire Derrick Henry, I will never, ever know. He's too old, Jerry. Did, did yeah, you know he's almost 29? He's an absolute. He's a stud. Delvin, Delvin Cook, same thing. I mean, Delvin Cook's like 28. Joe Mixon, like you said, he's just. Not, like, even, not even 27. He'll be 27 this summer. He's got I mean. at least two, if not three, good dynasty years left. Yes. Look Am at I, the contracts on a running back. Look at the contracts. Look at the, the dead cap. If they're going to be around, it the money will tell you if they're going to be around. And if they're around, they're good. And if people are telling you they're not, and the money says they are, and the situation says they are, those people are wrong, and they haven't played, and they haven't learned enough yet. And the fact that the Saints haven't cut – you think the Saints haven't seen the video before right? today, before this week? Of course they have. Their investigators saw at the same point. So for me, I don't know that unless you're just trying to buy a flip opportunity, I think Kamara is a contender's piece. He's going to get, you know, worst case scenario for me, he's going to get 10 games and he's going to come back healthy. Hey, what do you need coming down the stretch at week 11 through week 17? Healthy, high producing, high capability running backs. And there's a world where after the success that Christian McCaffrey had, so let's say he could get six games. He, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Absolutely. So, so let's say he gets six games, and let's say like a contending team trades for him down the deadline the way that the San Francisco 49ers did. But I, I brought up the word trade, Jerry. We're talking about running backs. I want to talk about one of your guys. Came out this week, a little rumble, rumble story. Uh, DeAndre Swift 
not in the, the Lions' long-term plans? Uh, how do you feel? So, first of all, did you hear that story? And what are your initial thoughts upon hearing that DeAndre Swift could be moved? It seems like more smoke than anything, but it, it wouldn't surprise me entirely. I mean, listen, the dude is absolutely 100% dynamic when he touches the ball. He gets hurt too much, so he cannot touch it that much. What he does in Detroit is what he will have to do just about anywhere else he goes. Because when he doesn't, he misses games. I mean, it is what it is. If the Lions can flip him, by all means. Now, I've been seeing a lot of people drafting Bijan Robinson and in, in mocks at 18. Get the fuck out of here. Bro, if the line, I mean, the line. Brad Holmes, I, yeah, I got a lot of love and a lot of respect for the things that that man has done in a very short amount of time. I cannot imagine he is a bozo. Because the GM that drafts a running back in the middle of the first round is, in fact, a bozo. I believe this is a contract year for him. Is that correct? Yes. So they'll they'll let him, you know, I I don't really think they'll trade him. I really don't. I'm guessing he's just going to be cut, and that'll be that. Because running back is running back. Like we've seen it. There's a reason why there's nothing that sexy, because it's just not a sexy position anymore. Would it be surprised? Williams for free. Well, I think Jamal Williams, who's also a free agent, I think he's coming back. That's Dan Campbell, too. He is coming back. But, like, he was free. And then he led the NFL in rushing touchdowns. So why in the absolute hell are they going to spend tons of tons of money, A, or draft capital on running backs? Like, it's just not – it's not the play anymore. My thing is when I read the, when I read this story the other day is that, man, I wanted to go hug a Debbie bro. You know, I just wanted to wrap wrap, wrap these you know these <laughs> these big muscular arms hey now uh, of uh, of mine around a Debbie bro and be like it's it's going to be okay you know he he has never had a, his his career high in rush attempts is 150 you know this this past year he had 99 rush attempts I'm like yeah that's not that's not good you know Jerry top of your head what's the most rushing yards he's had in a season. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you I, this: the, the most games he's played in the season is 14 games. I will say 930. Do me a favor, subtract 300 from that. Jesus, is it really? His career high in rushing yards is 617, played in 13 games in That's 2021. Okay. 20, That's um, Johnny Smith of rushing. Now, now, in fairness to him, he does chip in. Oh. With an average of you know three fifty to four fifty yards per yeah. season, so he's still in that thousand yard range, and you know he. But when you get someone who's as good at pass catching as he is, you're not, you're not going for a thousand yards. Like a thousand yards is a middling talent. It's Isaiah Pacheco, it's Damian Pierce, it's. Elijah Mitchell, it's it's those guys. That's a thousand yard running back. What what, what would that tell you? What what would that uh, tell you um, that his that his twenty twenty three is going to look like? Because believe it or not, his name DeAndre Swift still carries 100%. stature out there in the. I, I gotta say, a lot of people probably still have him in the in the back half of the RB one conversation. 
mm-hmm. for a startup. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think it's. I, I think I think I'm selling. But I think I'm selling. A hundred percent. But you're probably too late on it to get what you could have because you could have gotten two first plus. You know, time pe- last year. But you know, people who write the encyclopedia of excuses for players. You remember what an encyclopedia is? Yes. For those yes, of you younger people, it was, it, was, it, was, it was like it was like sixteen volumes of books. It was Google before Google. Google encyclopedia, young youngins. Um, but Google encyclopedias, and, and people are still writing the encyclopedia of excuses for DeAndre Swift. Now, I am the first to admit that I like my guys. I like Miles Sanders. I'm excited to think that he's moving on from Philadelphia. Although he did uh, tweet out possibility of returning. Don't do it. We need the TD upside, Miles. We need the TD <laughs> upside. So um, be careful, but I, I'm not afraid to be out. Like, would you take DeAndre Swift or Travis Etienne? Etienne. Startup. Not even close. Not Najee Harris or DeAndre Swift? Najee Harris. Really? Getting closer, but not close. I'm trying to think who else is in that range. Like, I'll take Javante Williams over him. Really? No, I, I had him on the show sheet as well. Um, per a beat writer, which take that with a grain of salt, his knee is a little bit worse than, than thought out, but still. I mean, still, we're, we're seven months from that mattering, so I'm, I'm cool with that. And I just – I don't ever foresee a situation where DeAndre Swift is going to be an elite running back. At least, at least in a Lions uniform. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean in general, but it, yes, definitely in Honolulu Blue. What, like, what I mean, if, if he ended up in Kansas City or you know Philadelphia or something, sure. But what would you take for him? So if if you could go out, you're in a league. You you probably have a DeAndre Swift share sure. or fifteen, knowing you. But so if you could go out and get Najee straight up, you you would. Hundred percent. Just. So, so you're yep. gonna be out. Five, you're gonna be out slingshotting DeAndre Swift into the sun. Yes. Get him off my team. Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, not for not. For how many, of the, course, how many but, of the rookies would, would would you take over him? Would you? I mean, Bijan goes without saying. That's that's yeah. easy. What, what about Jameer Gibbs? I, there's there's a shot, but I I feel like there's a lot of similarities there with them. So I I feel like I'd probably just hold on Swift in that situation. It's weird. I don't, I don't know. But, I but, but if, if you think they're the same guy, and let's say Gibbs goes to an equally decent situation, for me, I might as well do what the Chicago Bears could do with, just with Justin Fields and potentially the 101, and I can reset my yeah. – I'm not talking about the Bears. I'm talking about mine as a dynasty GM. I can reset that, that, rookie, that rookie value, that rookie lifespan, that hope, hope springs eternal – um, I think yeah, I would. Assuming assuming Gibbs doesn't go into a bad situation, I can see myself taking him too for sure. All right, potentially let's... a third running back too. You well, know, uh, if, if one gets drafted into an extremely good situation, even if I'm not the biggest fan of their talent, I can see it still. That that is totally fair. Let's jump into uh to to the quarterback. So Aaron Rodgers came out of the darkness retreat. What are you doing with A Rod in, in Dynasty? Buying. Buying? Yeah, he's not going anywhere. 
I don't think he wants to give back like fifty some odd million no. of the guaranteed money. Correct. I think the I think the I think the hard part is just figuring out where to go. Is there a situation? I mean, obviously Kansas City would be silly, but yes. is there a situation he could land in that he'd be like, "Nope, I'm staying away." Uh no, because I feel like like if he goes to the Jets, you're thrilled. If he goes to Las Vegas, you're happy he's with Devontae Adams again. Well, forget Devontae Adams. You're going to talk about Waller, Renfro. That's a, well. That's what I mean. Like it's so that's a good situation. Um, Tampa Bay is a good situation. Let me ask you one. Let me hit you with a curveball. Can you okay. hit the curveball? And that's Tennessee. So Tennessee cut Bobby Trees. Bobby yeah. Woods is out there in the free agent market. They cut Taylor Lewan, the left tackle, mm-hmm. and it looks like Tennessee's creating cap room. Uh, I know the Jets have expressed interest, I've heard, in Ryan Tannehill. And Ryan Tannehill, there's another guy that you can either wait and buy, or if you want to sell, sell him now because he's going to get traded or he's going to get released. Because if he is on the Titans roster on June 2nd, he becomes the fifth highest paid player in the league for the 20. Oh, yeah, going <laughs> yeah, to be there then. So it feels like to me that Tennessee is opening up some some potential cap funds. You know, I am not a fan, but if you're a fan of Traylon Burks, I'm not saying they're going to get Rodgers, but it feels like he may get a QB upgrade this year. So what do you think about A-Rod in Tennessee? I think – that is one of those situations where you're not super thrilled about it. And for someone who just said that as a contender, you should go acquire Derrick Henry on every one of your damn teams, that would piss me off because Aaron Rodgers would audible out of half of the runs that he normally gets. That would be less conducive. I mean, it's 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 a an absolute boon to Traylon Burks before he plays games. Oh, true, true. whether whether he can actually you know perform or not is is a different story, but from the point that Aaron Rodgers would end up in potentially Tennessee until the point that's the day before the Tennessee Titans play their first game, the value of Traylon Burks would be silly. Ultimate sell candidate. Well, I mean, and and I think I think you know I'm not a big Traylon Burks guy. Correct. But but now would be a decent time because no matter who they get, no matter who they get, whether it be Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr, any QB upgrade is going to be perceived as just that, as an upgrade. Mm-hmm. They're going to assume that Ryan Tannehill was part of what was holding him back. Malik Willis was holding him back. Is it Josh Dobbs? Joshua Dobbs mm-hmm. wasn't helping Traylon Burks. So no matter what, he and Aconquo, the uh, the tight end that broke out toward the end of the season, those would be a couple of guys that like I, I would like to acquire a Conquo anyway. But but Jerry, I'm gonna we're, we're gonna start wrapping the show up. But I'm gonna hit you with uh, with a with a couple of buys. Okay. You know, um, rookie draft again combine this coming week. We'll be breaking down the combine on next week's Dynasty Warzone. You know who did great, who did poorly, who helped their Dynasty stock, who hurt it. But uh, have you seen some of these mock drafts where they have the Houston Texans taking a wide receiver? I have not. Well, I, I, I've seen a few. I've seen them, you know, various mock drafts. At that, they have the 12th pick from the Deshaun Watson trade to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. 
And I could see a world where maybe they take a wide receiver there. Maybe they take a, uh, a Quentin Johnston, keep him in Texas, TCU guy. Maybe maybe he slides in. Um, it might be a bit early, but Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think all of this is that we're kind of looking at this the wrong way. I think that the, the, the Texans are going to get their quarterback at two. Pretty obvious. They need a QB. Davis Mills is not him, as my son would say. And uh, I, I, but I think we're, we're, we're sleeping on John Mechie. He was the 12th pick of the second round last year, the 44th player off of the board in the NFL draft. Now, he didn't play. He battled leukemia. Um, I looked for an update on his health before the show. It looks like he's trending in the right direction. He uh, did his rehab and work at the team facility last year, including attending some practices, not as a participant, but, you know, as a member of the team. And I think we're just sleeping on this guy. And I think he's like the perfect add-on. Like if you're close on a trade and like maybe you're going to hit accept anyway, and you can be like, eh, throw Mechie in there and you got a deal. That's the, that's the kind of guy I'm looking to grab, Jerry. Uh, I think that's a good one. Um, I think they do need more wide receivers. As much I, as I think I they'll need a true alpha. Be a guy, but yeah. But I think I think Mechie could be really, really good. I'm with you. All right, I mean, you give us give I've us a buyer. I've got shares just oh sitting. that's my that's the twenty dollar bill in your winter coat pocket. I got them stacked, buddy. I got them stacked, and you know if if Mechie were somehow to be somehow they get Bryce Young, and you know I don't know how much they played together at Alabama, but they, you know they had to have been teammates. Mm-hmm. You know they had to have been in the building at the same time, coming in a year apart. So for me, man, I'd, I'd be pretty fired up to uh, to be getting some cheap mechie before uh, before word hits the street. Give me a buy or sell. Give me give me a guy. We've talked about a lot of guys tonight. Give me uh, give me a quick buy or sell. I, I honestly talked about a ton of them because right now it's I am just buying old running backs on all of those teams where you know I have a good foundation. I have the good quarterbacks. I have a Justin Jefferson or a Jalen Waddle or something at wide receiver, sort of that core guy. I'm going out and I'm getting the running back. I'm Derek Henry's the Dalvin cooks, the Joe Mixon's the Alvin Kamara's the, all the old guys. And I'm, I'm going to make my run. You know, you can't win a championship right now, but you can gain a shitload of value right now. And guys like that are at their absolute most depressed value once we're in week four once we're in week 11 those guys are bars of gold right now not so much this is true i'm going to hit you with with an odd one because we all made fun of this guy the entire offseason zach wilson no no i mean i made fun of him during the season because he can't play football during the offseason we actually liked him because you know he was the Cougar Hunter. Yeah. He was the Cougar Hunter from 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 BYU. Uh, for me, I'm going ditch to ditch. I'm going after Russell Wilson, Mister okay. Unlimited. I, I know he's weird, but from a dynasty standpoint, he's still got potential to be a QB one. He was the QB fifteen last year, in spite of missing a game, and I think he was hurt. If I remember right, he was doing calisthenics up and down the team playing on, on, on the way to London. 
And, you know, so did you hear the rumor this week that he wanted the uh, the GM and uh, Pete Carroll fired? Did, did, did you hear who he listed as a potential replacement? Mm-mm. It was Sean Payton. Mm, that tells me that Russell Wilson would not only play well for Sean Payton, but that he respects Sean Payton. He respects Sean Payton as a leader. He respects Sean Payton's offense. He respects what Sean Payton does as a head coach. And I know the 2021 season was not great under Sean Payton, but if you go back to five seasons before that, 2016 through 2020, every season in New Orleans, that was a top five offense, top five in yards, top five in points scored. And last time I looked around, there's some pretty talented guys in in Denver around him. You know, we're going to see this. They don't have a ton of draft capital because they traded all the draft capital away to get to get. Well, and then Sean Payton. Right. So they don't have a ton of draft capital. They don't have a ton of draft room. But I expect them, you know, I I wouldn't be stunned if they moved like either Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy to like a team like the Bears. The Bears have 54 and 65 or either 64 and 55 or whatever. Something like that. Could, could could you get a mid-second for Justin for uh, Jerry Judy and then use that on a guard? Could you trade for a guard? You know, uh, th- that's how they protected Drew Brees. They protected him so that he could step up in the pocket. I think Russell Wilson's going to be a smash. Again, he was top fifteen at the position. You mean I can get a quarter? I can get a quarterback one for quarterback two prices right now. I'm in. I think you could get Russ for Kenny Pickett. Maybe a little bit more. You could get Russ for Danny Dimes. Um, I think I would wait to see Danny Dimes' situation. Here's the best thing. You're like, but but Memphis, what about if they cut him? They're not cutting him. His dead cap number next year is $85 million. In 2025, it's $50 million. All right? Then it drops down to a paltry 31 in 2026. You know, he's, he's only 34. He'll be 35 this season. I think he's a guy you can get two to three good years out of. And uh, if you've already got a couple of good quarterbacks or you got Kyler um, and you want to add some some QB depth, man, I'm going out and I'm picking up Russell Wilson here. Uh, I have actually acquired two shares of Russell Wilson this offseason. So I'm with you. I will probably try to get a couple more because um, he's, yes. he's the guy that I can get the juice right like i can get russell wilson and a later first or a 2024 first or tua and a second or tua and a third or you know something like that like somebody that's young has a little bit of sizzle but also is not a superstar and i can get that extra juice and i can just help myself out because the points per game is not going to be a humongous difference between people it's like not, that. I, 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 I love I the, the juice, and that's what I want. I love the two a call. Well, it's because I literally have a trade open right now where I'm thinking about sending a oh trade Russell Russell Wilson and the uh, 107 for Tua and something. I got to pick it still. Well, listen. Let, let's get out of here. We'll talk about that as we finish the the behind the behind the the scenes podcast for the patron i just want to jump on man wanted to make sure that we have a show um as of right now uh, i've got planned on doing mock draft monday with our patrons 
over at patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone so there should be a bonus show as well as if you're listening to this on wednesday there was a monday show with the rookie rundown you're listening to this on Wednesday, there'll be a Dynasty War Games because that's the reason why we got bumped and we didn't get YouTube because those fellers are using the YouTube stream. And uh, we'll see what else we can get out there, Jerry. We talked a lot about veterans, but uh, man, next week, uh, I don't want to jinx it because every time I've ever done this, something's come up and I've lost our guest. We have got a very, very big name in the industry scheduled to be here with us on next week's show and we'll be talking the uh the rookies with them as well love them my friend and it was actually perfect timing because my airpods just died look at that jerry's like, airpods are dying his, his mic quality perfectly his mic quality is uh going downhill but the quality of shows will be only going up up and up so until next time i'm going to jump off of here i'm going to talk to jerry about that trade if you want to hear about this trade, what we talked about before we hit the record button, head over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. But on behalf of that man, that is Jerry Sinclair. You may follow him at Jerry Sin DWZ. You can follow me at DWZ Memphis. And remember, here at the Dynasty Warzone, we're just here to make the world a better place for fantasy football. Y'all have a great week. Uh, be on the lookout for a lot more content. Thanks, guys. Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster. I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what. Well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. The member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one -on -one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Depth of Patreon is the, uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds. Tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat. When we add up all those inches, that's gonna make the fucking difference between winning and losing! We won a game yesterday. And if we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak.